on page 243. Page 243. And um, Susan, what are our hymns tonight? Because I forgot to write them down. Um, let me get... Okay, wait a minute. Thank you. Okay. What is our... Uh, we're going to be doing 953 in the place of Psalm 141. And what is our second hymn? 605. And our last hymn? 596. Okay, thank you. All right. I'm glad that somebody knows what's going on around here. Okay. And I'll announce those as we get closer. So please stand as we begin with evening prayer. Jesus Christ is the light of the world. Stay with us, Lord, for it is evening. And the day is almost over. Let your light scatter the darkness. And illumine your church. Joyous light of glory. Blessed are you, O Lord, our God, King of the universe, who led your people Israel by a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. Enlighten our darkness by the light of your Christ. May his word be a lamp to our feet and a light to our path, for you are merciful and you love your whole creation. And we, your creatures, glorify you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated as we sing number 953, 953.
Let us pray. Let the incense of our repentant prayer ascend before you, Lord, and let your loving kindness descend on us that, with purified minds, we may sing your praises with the church on earth and the whole heavenly host, and may glorify you forever. Amen. We sing our next hymn, number 605, number 605. The first reading is taken from Romans chapter 8, verses 14 through 17. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons, 
by whom we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, provided we suffer with him in order that we may also be glorified with him. O Lord, have mercy on us. Please rise for the reading of the Holy Gospel. The Holy Gospel is from John chapter 3, verses 1 through 17. Now there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. Jesus answered him, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear its sound, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus said to him, How can these things be? Jesus answered him, Are you the teacher of Israel, and yet you do not understand these things? Truly, truly, I say to you, we speak of what we know, and we bear witness to what we have seen. But you do not receive our testimony. If I have told you earthly things and you do not believe, how can you believe if I tell you heavenly things? No one has ascended into heaven except he who descended from heaven, the Son of Man. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. In many and various ways, God spoke to his people of old by the prophets. Please be seated.
Will you all pray with me, please? Dear Lord, may the meditations of our hearts and the words of my mouth be pleasing in your sight. In the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace be yours this evening from God our Father and through the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Dr. Nielsen writes, One of my fellow pastors had an unheard-of childhood. He grew up in Israel, but he is Palestinian, and amazingly lived in a Jewish neighborhood as a child. After he moved to the United States, he became Lutheran, then came to Concordia Seminary in St. Louis, and he is now a pastor in South Dakota. One of his memories from growing up in Israel was listening to a little neighbor girl welcome her father home. You see, the girl knew when her daddy would be walking up the street, and when she saw him, she cried out, Emma Ababa, Emma Ababa. And she would run out to him to be picked up and carried back to the house. Perhaps you can visualize the scene. The love, the tenderness, the warmth, a child and her daddy. Close, family, home. What was the little girl saying? What does Emma Ababa mean? Emma is mommy, Abba is daddy, and Ba is coming. Emma Ababa, mommy, daddy's coming. But some of you already knew the word for daddy, Abba, daddy. Not much has changed in a couple thousand years, has it? Abba, Daddy. The Apostle Paul says that we are God's children. By the power of his Spirit, we call the Almighty God Abba, Daddy. The relationship is the same. Love, tenderness, warmth. With God as Abba, Father, we are family. We are children. We are home. When we are with God, He is our Father, and we are His children. Of course, that father-child relationship with God doesn't come naturally. The only begotten Son is Jesus, and we are adopted into His family. The reason is as old as Adam and Eve. One act of Disobedience and Adam and Eve were kicked out of the Garden of Eden. And ever since, you and I are simply born into sin. The great Old Testament king, King David, wrote a heart-rending psalm after he had committed adultery and plotted murder. He wrote, Surely I was sinful at birth. Sinful from, sinful from a time my mother conceived me. No one is born into God's family. We are homeless, orphans, separated from God. That's the way that you and I start life. That's the way life would be if it weren't for God's love. If he didn't, want, if he didn't so want us to be part of his eternal family. But everything is different. Because God opens up his arms to adopt us as his children. And he does it by giving up his one and only son. 
And you heard the gospel read just a moment ago. A Pharisee by the name of Nicodemus comes at night when nobody else can see him to visit Jesus. He opens the conversation by admitting that Jesus is someone special. He says, no one could do the miracles that you're doing if you weren't sent from God. Then Jesus responds, no one will see the kingdom of God unless that person is born again. Nicodemus is confused. Born again? That doesn't make any sense. How can somebody go back into his mother's womb to be born? But Jesus isn't talking about returning to that sinful start to life, to being born in the flesh that leaves us homeless and orphans because of our sin. No, he's not talking about that. He wants Nicodemus and us to know that there's only one way to see God's kingdom, to enter into God's family. And he says how? By water and the Spirit. It's by the Son of Man, by Jesus being lifted up on a cross so that everyone who believes in him will receive eternal life. Then come those precious words that we all know so well. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son that whoever believes in him would not perish but have everlasting life. And so do you see how the adoption works? We are sinful and homeless, but God gives Jesus to die for us. We have no one to call Daddy, and He gives us an eternal home to live with Him forever because His one and only Son was lifted up on the cross for us. Our adoption, yours and mine, is handled by Jesus. There was a married couple who were foster parents. And a few years ago, two children came to live with them. One was a young boy and, other, and the other a, a small girl. The thing is, is that they were abused as babies. One of them shaken, so they were taken away from their parents and placed with this couple. The boy is now a teenager but he'll never play baseball or give a Father's Day card. You see, when he was shaken as a baby, he was left severely brain damaged. His arms and legs are curled up, and he's confined to a wheelchair and a bed. And his sister, the girl, will never see again. She is autistic. She'll never call her new parents mommy and daddy. She won't come running out of the house joyfully crying, Mommy, Daddy's coming. But you know what this couple did? They adopted them. They adopted these two children. They wanted them as their own son and daughter. Whose love is doing all of this? Who's doing what it takes to get them to be a family? Who's going to make this adoption happen? The parents are. The parents are. It's the same for us. Orphans, homeless. Our sin had left us helpless to anything. 
We were born into sin and would never see the kingdom of God. But God loves us. He wants us as his children. He does what it takes to get us into his family by giving us his one and only son, Jesus. He adopts us as his sons and daughters. Our Heavenly Father, our Abba, our Daddy, does all of this for us. Yes, our Abba does all of this for us. That pastor that was mentioned at the beginning of the sermon, the Palestinian who grew up in a Jewish neighborhood, he tells of a man to whom he's been ministering to. The man's name is Tom, and on Father's Day, and Father's Day has little meaning for him. Because you see, alcohol has made a complete mess of his life. Tom's two daughters have lost all respect for him. And when this pastor went to visit him in his home, the family dog came by, and the dog's name was Worthless. Can you imagine that? Calling your dog worthless. But you know what's even sadder? The man calls himself the same thing. Worthless. And so do his daughters. No respect. His kids just see him as worthless. Hard to imagine. But that's what the pastor says. But he also said he's been making some progress with Tom. He He's getting him to stand up straighter and even wear better clothes. How? Well, part of the reason is because what happened when the pastor invited Tom to come to talk with him at church one day. They walked into the sanctuary and stood beneath the cross. The pastor told him to look up and see that he wasn't worthless, to see that Jesus had given his life for him, and that made him worth everything in God's sight. And Tom, he cried, and he cried. A man who was nothing was offered family, home, love, and someone to call Abba. And so he cried. Because that is what happened to us. Beneath the cross, we were adopted. We were brought into God's family. We were given an eternal home where we would always be called children of God. Always, every day. For most of us, that happened by the water and the Spirit when we became baptized children of the Heavenly Father. Water was splashed on our foreheads. Children born of human parents, born sinful, born homeless, were born again in the name of our triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. A pastor reached into the font and spoke the name above all names, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And we were welcomed home in love. We were given the privilege, the precious privilege, of calling God Abba. Close, love, family, and warmth. All of it ours, because God has adopted us. There is another pastor from Arizona who says that he doesn't have any of his diplomas on his office wall. Instead, he proudly hangs his adoption papers. Now, 
He's not adopted in the same way as our friends' foster kids are. His mom and dad are his biological parents. But what he hangs in his office is his baptismal certificate. Those are his adoption papers. That's the witness to what God did for him when he was brought to the baptismal font as a child. Perhaps that's an idea for all of us. Our adoption papers. The day the Holy Spirit brought us to faith in Jesus. And we began to call God Abba, Father. So that when you're having those days, when you're feeling, or those seasons even, when you're feeling homeless or worthless or uncertain about who God is in your life, you just need to look up and remember, God is my Abba Father, and I am his child forever. In the name of the name that is above all names, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Please stand. We continue with the Song of Mary found on page 248.
Please stand for prayer. We continue on page 249. In peace, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace from above and for our salvation, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace of the whole world, for the well-being of the church of God, and for the unity of all, let us pray to the Lord. For this holy house and for all who offer here their worship and praise, let us pray to the Lord. For Matt and Lee, for all pastors in Christ, for all servants of the church and for all the people, let us pray to the Lord. For Donald, for all public servants, for the government and those who protect us, that they may be upheld and strengthened in every good deed, let us pray to the Lord. For those who work to bring peace, justice, health, and protection in this and every place, let us pray to the Lord. For those who bring offerings, those who do good works in this congregation, those who toil, those who sing, and all the people here present who await from the Lord great and abundant mercy, let us pray to the Lord. For favorable weather, for an abundance of the fruits of the earth, and for peaceful times, let us pray to the Lord. For our deliverance from all affliction, wrath, danger, and need, let us pray to the Lord. For the faithful who have gone before us and are with Christ, let us give thanks to the Lord. Help save, comfort, and defend us, gracious Lord. Rejoicing in the fellowship of all the saints, let us commend ourselves, one another, and our whole life to Christ our Lord. Let us pray, O God, from whom come all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works. Give to us, your servants, that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments, and also that we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may live in peace and quietness. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Taught by our Lord and trusting his promises, we are bold to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. The Almighty and merciful Lord, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, bless and preserve you.
Please be seated. We sing our final hymn, number 596. Number 596.